Now go ahead and talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Speaking of awesome, we've got Mario. Uh, Candelaria. Candelaria. Mario. I got you covered. That's what I'm here for. Thanks, yeah, dude. Mario, Mario Candelaria. He's a writer. He's a comedian. Um, he's got a book coming out called Tales from the Pandemic that'll be available July 23rd. That is cool. It's free. So check that out. It'll be all over the social medias. You can follow Mario at the other Mario C on Twitter and go to his website and check that stuff out. And yeah, this is what, three weeks in a row, Kevin? Yes. We, we, we're doing three weeks worth of Word Bros podcast. Like what, what's next? What's next? The world's going to end, obviously. I mean, but so the, the world can be ours before it ends. The Just world briefly. is yours. The world is yours. <laughs> briefly. <laughs> so you guys listen to Mario and uh, yeah, so we'll talk to you in a second. C likes to keep it clean. Hello, Mario. Hello. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. Thank you for being a guest here on the Word Bros. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, glad to be here. Awesome. You're very formal, Mario. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I expected, yeah. because I follow you on Twitter, I expected you to be like dressed like Ace Rothstein from uh, Casino, but you have a rock and roll t-shirt on. I'm surprised. Where's the Ace? Yeah. Get up. In you know, this is actually a sad story. Um, I was supposed to see uh, Roger Waters in Philadelphia this weekend. He had two shows on Friday and Saturday. And that was my birthday weekend's plans. Unfortunately, you know, because of COVID, it all got canceled. So the story just keeps I getting have, worse and worse. Yeah, I'm just, you know, listening to uh, brain damage on repeat. And, you know, hopefully it gets better from there. Because at first it was sad because you were supposed to go see Roger Waters. And then it was worse because it was your birthday weekend. And it's just like, and then your dog died. <laughs> like it just keeps, just keeps it piles building. up. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps building and building. Now, um, you actually have a book that, that's coming out. And you're releasing this thing for free, yes? Yes, yes. Uh, Tales from the Pandemic. It's, uh, it's a collection of short stories I wrote. I don't want to go as far as call it an, an, an anthology. It's more like just a mixtape that I'm releasing with a bunch of singles. That's awesome. That's a nice description. I like that. And I I think it's great too, because if you kind of peruse Twitter or the internet or you see people's blogs, most people have kind of treated the pandemic as like a creative wasteland. Well, where you, Mario, you're like this uh, go-getter who went out and just made a 27-page book for no reason at all. How did you find yourself being able to like be inspired during this malaise that we call life? Uh, See, that's a funny question. I, um, I have these things called bills and I want to kind of get as much money as possible to pay for the bills. So I just reached out for the brass ring and I'm hoping this is something that could, you know, one day bring uh, more attention and maybe lead to more opportunities to help pay for these bills. I have, I have a wife and she likes things. (laughs) So, so wait a minute. So you're telling me that you try to, you've gotten into comics to try to make money. Oh, like, oh no. this is that la- I know my, that laugh. I've heard that before somewhere. Yeah, this is obviously just my back door to my uh, cameos, uh, you know, webpage. I want to do cameos for people's birthdays <laughs> nice. and graduations. So I want to make comics to build my name to do cameo for people. That would be a great life, man. And there's some really good people on cameos. I discovered this thing fairly recently. I guess it's been around for quite a while, but um. There's some really good shit on cameos. Mike Tyson's up there. Mike Tyson's up there, especially like if you're a fan of like sports teams, Mario, are you a sports guy? 
I am. Uh, you know, I'm. <laughs> it depends on the area. I'm from New York originally, but I love the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Uh, we don't talk about the Knicks. So I'm a, yeah, I'm yeah, a Knicks a, fan, but we don't talk about the Knicks. It's a show. I wonder if John Starks is on cameo. Oh, wow. Imagine him and Patrick Ewing together. Just that'd be awesome. And right. Say, and like, yeah, that'd be super fun. I'd be totally into that. Because it was my sister's birthday and we're big New York Mets fans. And oh, I was, okay. I was going to get my, my sister's favorite Met was Cliff Floyd. If you okay. remember Cliff Floyd, I was going to get my yeah. sister a Cliff Floyd cameo for her birthday, but I balked at it. It was only 50 bucks. But like, wow. it was one of those things that like, I didn't know if she would like it. So I just kind of didn't do it. But it was, I was, I was that close to pulling the trigger. You thought it. about it. You thought about it for a while. Yeah, some, it's, it's a thought that counts. It is. It really, I didn't tell her that though. Cause I, you know, okay. cause I don't want to be like, Hey, guess what? I didn't get this for you for your birthday. Cause that's <laughs> just like that. You know, well, he's just going to tell you how terrible the Mets are now. It's so. true. Oh, <laughs> the, amazing, the amazing Mets. Come on. It's, it's real sad. It's real sad. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so Mario, so you got this book, and it kind of reads uh, like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I was reading it. It's funny that you mentioned that. It's, it's, yeah. I, mean, I wanted to see how much I could rip off without getting in trouble, so we ripped <laughs> off the Twilight Zone as much as we could. All right. I mean, if you can rip off anything, Ron Serling's not a bad, not a bad place to start, you know. Right. I, I, I don't disagree <laughs> with you, you know. Unless it's Night Gallery, which is hit or miss like, compared to the Twilight Zone. See, but it's weird that you say that though, because Night Gallery is an hour show, right? Like normally it's an hour, but I've only seen it in syndication in 30 minute blocks. So they're cutting at least 15 minutes from that show. And I mean, you can't cut 15 minutes from a program and be like, yeah, I'm going to judge it on that, if that makes sense. Okay. You know I'm saying? Yeah. I've only seen it on Hulu. Yeah. So like oh, the, the Hulu episodes might be full episodes. I don't know. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I saw Night Gallery, it was 30 minutes, and I did some research because I'm that's what I do. Like, I watch old television programs and do research <laughs> and go, this doesn't seem right. And, yeah, so Night Gallery was actually a one-hour program. So, And there was a whole season of The Twilight Zone that was actually one hour long. I think it's the fourth season is one hour, but then they cut it back after that. I don't know. Yeah, I was catching up on that on uh, the CBS app, just trying to get old episodes, trying to capture the really the uh, the narrations. I think is really where we ripped off the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just trying to capture that feel. I mean, I really studied as much as I could just to try to write something that would have that type of parody feel without seeming to, uh, I guess, off the beaten path or ham fisted, because you can kind of <laughs> fall into that like real cliche kind of ham-fisted man blah 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 you know what i'm saying then you did a nice job with it though so i would say your studying paid off dude thank you uh you know we kind of got in a little trouble from the uh this uh, there's another anthology coming out with huge names on there called i want (laughs) to say tales from the quarantine oh (laughs) And I I spoke about uh, you know my collection coming up and someone tagged them in there and I just got sent to Block City on Twitter, and it's a whole funny story. I don't I mean they're good people over there. You know I wish them the best and I'm gonna back their Kickstarter when it starts. But you know it's one of those things like oh this this is the lowest hanging fruit of all time. It's pretty much on the ground rotted at this point. But, but yes, thank you. I love how you're you're promoting your ideas on this podcast, yet bashing them all at the same time. You're like, man, this book's going to be great, but boy, is it fucking easy to do, man. Anybody could do this, but hey, you should read my shit. So, Seriously. <laughs> but I mean, I will say, I mean, again, if you look at a lot of creators who are on Twitter or on social media, they're saying that they're having a very difficult time kind of putting any ideas together. And you were able to, you know, you managed 27 pages and you've got some great artists working with you. Like, how were you able to pull this together so quickly? Because unfortunately, we're still kind of living in the middle of this pandemic. It hasn't gotten any better. Right. Yeah. Um, well, the comedy joke, sorry, the comedy answer is money. I just threw some cash at them and said, hey, can you guys draw this for me? All right. Uh, but the real answer is I just reached out to a bunch of friends who I knew were having a hard time at this, you know, with what's happening and they weren't necessarily motivated to their own stuff. So I was thinking maybe if I could give them a distraction of the story that I built around them. I didn't come at anyone with a script or an idea and say, hey, I want to put you in here. I said, hey, I have this idea for a collection. What type of story do you want to do? And I built it around them. So I think maybe a combination of something different and also maybe getting them involved a little more 
maybe helped motivate them to, you know, come together on this. So you're a comic creator and a humanitarian, Mario? Like, <laughs> Yeah, wow. I took that Trump money and I put it towards the people <laughs> you know, who might need it. <laughs> well, you know, that's a really good way. You're doing something positive from someone negative. That's a, you're turning a negative into a positive. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for reading it too. I mean, uh, you know, this is coming to Gumroad. Uh, I want to say in two weeks or so. Um, it, it's it, it's going to be for free, but if people want to, you know, drop a dollar or fifty cents or however much they want, you know, it, are you it's saying it? Cheap. Are you saying that the gateway is a dollar? If you if you give less than that, you're you're a cheapskate. Is that what you're saying? Is that the number you have in your head? Is it like a pay what you want format, but but pay a dollar fifty at least? Is that what Su it is? suggested no. donations of a dollar fifty or more? <laughs> Tips yeah, are appreciated. Much. Tips are appreciated. You're like That's the it right there. Tips are appreciated. Hey, I mean, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, man. You might as well just throw it out there. And be like, look, man. I put a lot of fucking work into this. You can give me a dollar fifty. It's not going to hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not hurt you. You, you can throw a dollar fifty at this low hanging fruit, if you will. Yeah. So, what else are you working on, man? Like, you got anything well, else coming yeah. out? Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, sorry, can I curse? I apologize. You can yes. always, you can yes. always fucking curse on. Yes, you can always say <laughs> bad words, Mario. I won't celebrate it, but I'll let some slip out here and there. That's fine. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, whatever, man. Have a parade with it if you want. I got headphones on. My kids can't hear this, so it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have a few series that I've been uh, working on for the past couple of years. A couple of them have been picked up. So that's awesome. I figure out what I can and can't talk about. I mean, we've been teasing it online left and right and just putting my TBA series because if something's not going to get promoted at this point, I might as well put myself out there. But right. um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we have uh, we have Kilchella with uh, Surge. Um, you know, uh, Acuna, I, I have a hard time with the NEA words, but Acuna <laughs> and his uh, wife, Kath Lobo. All know, right. And that's, that's a horror slasher coming from Scout. Uh, they oh, haven't that's awesome. spoke about that, oh. so don't hey, worry. Scout's a good company to work for, man. They're good people. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I know Charlie for the most part, and with his promotion on there, you know, I mean, I, I don't have much of a basis for what they were doing beforehand, but I know he's a great dude, and I see the sky's limit for them. Yeah, Charlie's yeah. a good dude, man. I like Charlie a lot. We've been treated very nicely over at Scout, so that's awesome. Well, hey, welcome to the Scout family, my friend. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think this is the first really if you publicly said that. Really? I, I, have to, oh. I have to pass it by them to see if that's okay. Well, but, it, we're cool, man. They're cool. They know. I'll okay. be like, hey, man, look, we're good. It's we're us. All, we're, we're, all, all, we're all fucking family here. Family here. here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's and, awesome, uh, man. So how, so what is this like a four issue mini or are you doing like the nonstop thing or what? Yeah, no, this is a four issue horror story. Uh, I'm not really a horror guy. So I have James Ferguson, who's the editor. You might know him from horror DNA and from ComicCon.com. He's the editor on there who does okay. a lot of reviews and such. Uh, he's a, he, he's a New Yorker as well, you know, but he's helping me out as an editor, just guiding me to say, all right, this is, this is trash. This is trope. And this is okay. That's cool. And it's okay. smart too, to get a reviewer to be your editor because you don't say nice stuff about you you know yeah. <laughs> you're kind of stacking the deck in your favor you know that's awesome that's smart money mario oh, that's you. awesome <laughs> so you live in philly uh you got a lot of stuff coming out you were in the um the good fight anthology just like we were yes yeah. yes yeah yeah the philly suburbs i have to say that i cannot claim okay. the city because i live miles away now so what, do you live in, like, what do you live in like uh, uh cherry hill or something like jersey Oh, God, no. Uh, you know, okay. my sister-in-law lives there, so I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I live in the north. I mean, a little place called Montgomery County. It's okay. it's all mansions and then my community here. I live down the street from a country club that had a fire yesterday, and they knocked down the power for my community first. So I was like, great. <laughs> rich assholes. We got to fix the, the fucking, we got to put this fire out, man. Fuck the poor yeah. people. Now, it, also says on your, it also says on your website that you're a comedian, yes? Yeah, I was big, let's say when I was in my 20s, I was a lot yeah. bigger in the New York scene. Um, I've lived up here for since I was 21 or so with my wife because her parents moved here and I wanted to stay with her. So I moved here too. Aww. So there was a while where I was driving into New York City, which is like 90 minutes away, okay. uh, probably three, four times a week after work just to go up there and get get gigs or hope to get on shows. Really? Uh, you know, yeah, that's that's a freaking grind, man. You think comics is bad. Comedy's <laughs> Comedy is worse. It's worse than comics. Yeah. Imagine if you drive however far and 
you you're told okay bring six of your friends and they all have to buy drinks and stay the whole time and then you're told oh we, we can't have you come on because someone else showed up and they're going to take your time Ooh. Ooh. Or, yeah. or imagine you're at like you're writing a script and all of a sudden uh in the middle of writing your script you get a flashlight in your face telling you to wrap this up come on let's go you got 10 <laughs> seconds hurry up hurry up you're done you're done so, yeah that, that's deadlines, isn't it? It's better yeah. completed I mean, than perfect. To be some extent, to some extent, it's deadlines, but it's very much like you know, it's. I, I did comedy for a little while, and it, when yeah. you start when you're starting out, it's very difficult to be funny in 45 seconds. Yeah, like it's it, there's no setup. There's it's just you're essentially Henny Youngman doing one-liners, you know, and, and that's all you got because you have 45 seconds to be funny, especially when you're just starting out. You know, I had that's a gimmick. All. Well, let's hear, what's your gimmick? Let's hear about this. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, Is that a pro uh, wrestling gimmick, like, like for comics, though? For, for like, yes. For, okay, for, for comedian, I'll, pro wrestling gimmick. Okay. I'll, I'll send I'm you listening. guys photos. I dressed up with a cardigan and I had kind of like the bad guy from Caddyshack look <laughs> going up there. I always had a martini in my hand, which was really just uh, cranberry juice because I didn't want to get too sloshed up there. Okay. And I spoke about my gay parents. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's uh, that's what that's what that was your stink. Yeah, that was my whole thing. You that's were Ted Knight from Caddyshack. Pretty much yeah. bashing, <laughs> bashing the gays. <laughs> that's no, very... <laughs> quite the opposite. <laughs> it's more like uh, EC three kind of I am better than you type thing because I have gay parents. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, awesome. with, with the drink in hand, always held like right between the fingers, so I so, could sip. So your gimmick was was MJF the the comedian. Yes. <laughs> oh no. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, he's probably the best heel in the business right now, at least on the microphone. I don't know how good his in ring work is, but character wise, he's got it. Like he when he when he's that good on the microphone, he doesn't have to be that good in the ring. No, he's good in yeah. the ring. I, I mean, he's, he's got in rings. He's, he's, he's passable. Capable. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's capable, capable. Yeah. but when you talk that way, you don't have to worry about your no, his mic skills. skills his mic yeah. skills are on, on point. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. It's, it's kind of like when you talk about like with with uh, gimmicks and stuff. Like, I was in Fighter Fest, and I was like, they're like Joey Janela versus uh, you know the Murder Hawk, and I was like, come on now. We all know that this is not going to go well for Joey Janela because oh, he doesn't even know what his gimmick is. Yeah, like Janela can't even find a gimmick. And if you gave him a flashlight in the dark to find his gimmick, he'd still be without a gimmick for like three weeks. He doesn't even have anything to sell you. So he's the bad boy, like Mario. But that's awful. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's not not, Mar- not not Mario's gimmick. I'm talking about Janela. <laughs> I feel like comics needs a villain sometimes, and I'm happy to fill that role without being a jerk. You know? There you go. <laughs> I'm down with that. But, um, Joey Janela's character is kind of one of those random characters that pops up in a regular show, isn't it? Where it's just he has kind of that hair and the glasses, and he'll show yeah. up with the old 80s music and just <laughs> I shred. Do, I do like the fact that they put him with Sonny Kiss. I think I like that's, that a, too. that's a I good think. tag team. And the vignette that they did at the gas station was wonderful. That was great. Oh, jeez. I, I would agree that. Uh, I don't know. Are you are you watching a lot of the AEW Mario or no? Yeah, um, I didn't finish watching last night's episode. I watch NXT first always, just because um, it hits like NXT hits the network at what like 11 p.m. on Thursdays. Yes. Yeah. So I try to watch that first because AEW usually hits like 10 a.m. on 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 Thursdays. Okay. So I kind of stagger it that way. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of AEW. I got the AEW belt. Can you guys see that? Oh, there it is! Right there, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I'm a huge fan. I've been a supporter of the Elite and those guys since they were in Ring of Honor. Um, really? Okay. Maybe, yeah. So you know, um, I'm happy part to see of, them doing their thing. Part of me wants to get the Ring of Honor app because I have this theory. Okay, here's my theory: Good NXT is Ring of Honor 2016. Yes. Because they essentially just went there and stole all their guys. Like, all the Undisputed Era guys, they're all Ring of Honor dudes. Like, um, Tomas, Champa, all those guys, they're just Ring of Honor guys. Like, so they just essentially raided Ring of Honor and left them with, what, Dalton Castle and, and Jay Lethal. <laughs> and then, oh. have your fun Jeez. over there. Jay Lethal's not bad. I mean, Jay Lethal's not bad. 
He's um, a bad person. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm gonna say for something else, but he's not a good dude from what I hear. If he's not a good dude, you're saying. Well, that's different than a, a than a worker. He's a okay True. worker, and he's yeah. still on the microphone. But I was unaware of his personal life. <laughs> when I started watching Ring of Honor, same thing as you said. Um, I was watching NXT, and I was like. Well, WWE is getting their people from here. Where's NXT getting their people from? And I started watching Ring of Honor, and he was my favorite wrestler right away. I think he won two belts, uh, the TV championship and the world belt at, at the same time. Then, yes. From Jay Briscoe. Okay. Who also aren't good dudes from what I understand. <laughs> they have the Confederate flag on their belt. Yes. Um, they, yeah. Yeah. They've said some yes. pretty terrible things about a lot, a lot of groups of people. I'm surprised they're still in the business, if I'm being honest with you. But I guess they're kind of... They're just going to languish in Ring of Honor forever. Yeah, they've been there for 15, 16 years. Yeah, now. and like, yeah. So, but they're, I mean, they're good at what they do. They're like redneck tag team guys. And I mean, mm-hmm. the tag team division needs dudes like that. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, Jay, I, I had no idea Jay Lethal was a scumbag. How do you know this? How do you <laughs> uh, know look, this? Up Taylor, look up Taylor Hendricks' stuff and you'll see All right. her firsthand yeah. accounts. If you know the, uh, the House of Truth faction that Ring of Honor used to have, she, okay. she was in there with them. Now, who's your favorite guy? Who's your favorite person working now in any of the promotions? Any approach to Hangman Page? Uh, okay. It's funny. I've, I, I gravitated towards him. He was the first Bullet Club guy that I gravitated towards after he left uh, BJ Whitmore in the decade with uh, Steve Carino's son, Colby Carino. Steve Carino's got a kid wrestling now? Yeah, Colby Carino. He, wow, I uh, no did, you ever, did you? Yeah, I cannot speak. Did you used to watch ECW back in the day? Of course, yes. the hardcore legend Steve right. Carino. Yeah, yeah, old school hero. Yeah. He had Colby on his on 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 his uh, wrist tape. Oh, okay, all right. He's a wrestler. I, I I remember his famous match versus Dusty Rhodes, the bull rope oh, match course, where Dusty Rhodes course. kicked his ass up and down. Jeez. It was wonderful. Well, you're I guess you're a Philly. Well, you're a New York guy, but then New ECW was big in New York and Philly in the Northeast. So yeah, yeah, I went to a lot of those shows. shows. Yeah, that was yeah. that was some good stuff, man. But the thing about ECW I've noticed is when you go back and try to rewatch it. It's not as good. It's not. It's not as no. good. It's no. not. They have their dudes, and the dudes that are good are good, but there's a lot of just malarkey floating around ECW. Like, they had, like, six good guys, and that was kind of it, you know? <laughs> One of the best things about ECW was the announcer, Joey, what's his last name? Joey Styles. Styles, because yeah. yeah. he made the, the big thing about Dusty Rhodes coming to ECW and sold mm-hmm. up the bionic elbow, like, so hard. Mm-hmm. Got all the scar tissue built up over the years, and I was like, man, he's selling that so hard. <laughs> like, if you didn't know who Dusty Rhodes is, I would have been sold. I already know who Dusty Rhodes is, but I'm still sold on, like, he's like, build his build up is great like so i was like they should get that guy in something like like lose excalibur off AEW, throw that guy in <laughs> see i don't mind excalibur i think he does a solid job i don't i don't like him, or he blends like him. i feel like he blends in yeah yeah he's just there like i like it better when they have like jericho do commentary it's, it's way more <laughs> well jericho is very but i mean i think the aew booth is kind of confused because Excalibur ends up doing a lot of play-by-play where he should be the color guy. JR is just kind of there, but I don't mind because it's JR. <laughs> it's JR and, t- yeah. and Tony Schiavone's just kind of doing the same thing. I just need you know, JR J- to be excited like he was back in like 90s Raw every now and then. I don't want him to have a heart attack, but I want him to be excited. Like, oh my God, Kang! I need that, you know, I need that energy from JR. I You're not getting that. Like, no. He gets excited when he complains about the people on Twitter. Yes, yes. <laughs> or barbecue sauce. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't wait for you to complain about this on Twitter. I'm like, come on, JR, you're inviting the hate. <laughs> but I mean, when you've been doing it as long as JR does, I mean, you don't give a shit anymore. I mean, he's like 70 years old. He gives no shits. He's yeah. Oh, no. He's he's there there I do. He, he I complains about no. Twitter all the time. I do. Really? His, his podcast is good, man. I mean, if you're a fan of that you know, early 80s WCW and then the Attitude Era WWE stuff, it's great. You know, like I go, I I find myself, I don't know if you do this, Mario, but I'll do it. Like I'll listen to a JR podcast and then I'll go back and watch whatever it is they were talking about. Do you do that as well or is it just me? No, I just listen to it at work. (laughs) (laughs) I just power it through. Some of it I remember. Some of it I have to really go back and say, okay, I I vaguely remember this. Maybe I'll watch a little bit of it. But I I, I try not to do the watch-alongs also. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the watch-along. But I will, like, if they they rant and rave about a match, I'll go back and, and watch a match that they were talking about just to just to see if it does hold up. I also like the Bischoff podcast. You listen to the Bischoff one? 83 weeks. Yeah, yes. he's really uh, he's really well-spoken from a business aspect, I yes. feel. 
And he hates Dave Meltzer, which is really fun. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. But yeah, Dave man, Meltzer, the guy who writes is he? No, is he? No, that's Brad Meltzer, isn't it? I was gonna say. Yeah, Brad, yeah. Brad. Dave Meltzer's the um, he does the um, Wrestling Observer or whatever. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Mario, so you got you, this thing coming out now, and then when is your uh, when's the secret thing coming out? Who knows? I mean, with the pandemic and everything, and <laughs> the way everyone else is on the team is working. I think we told um, Charlie and James originally we probably won't be done till December when mm -hmm. they picked us up back in December, just because uh, Serge and Kath have busy scheduled their own. Um, Kath has been working on his Power Rangers, I want to say board game or card game. Oh, wow. Game. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and uh, Surge, is, Surge is in demand for a lot of different people's things. <laughs> so it's just trying to find the scheduling. But hopefully we'll see something at least uh, leading into the new year, some solicitations. That's cool. Nice. That, now, is this going to be your first thing in previews or no? No. Uh, my first thing was a graphic novel called Ashes with Carl Slominski that came out in 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. I've been at this for a little while. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's what it is. It's just a grind. And, and, yeah. and I mean, I kind of know your stuff. I know you from Twitter and I know a couple other things that you've done, like the good, the, the good fight anthology and a couple other things. So, I mean, it's, it's just weird because people are doing this for a really long time and they've been hustling. So it's like, you can't really keep up with everything that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's yeah, true. No, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's like an overnight success one day. People will be like, where did you come from? I'll be like, I've been here since uh, 2009. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool, man. Thank you. That's yeah, awesome. the good you know, the good fight's actually a really good book that Adam Ferris put together. Yeah, um, Adam's a good I, dude. We actually have a series coming out called Jenny Raygun, which is a sci-fi action series. That's cool. retro nice. sci-fi action series. And once again, that's one of those books that hasn't been announced. So we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs like, all right, what are we... What are we doing? Just plugging away on issue after issue on this. Now, are you guys um, going to kickstart that, or is no? That this has a publisher. This has, oh, wow. uh, you know, this. Uh, we're just waiting for the rights. Once again, when COVID hit, uh, this one publisher shut down. So it's one of those things like, all right, Ooh. what are you guys doing? Uh, if they don't come back, if they don't bounce back, then we might have to look at alternatives and see what else is happening. Uh, I've put, you know, I've I've cast some lines out there just in case to see, you know, if there's if there's any nibbles. There's been one or two, so. We'll see what happens, but you know this pandemic really did fuck everyone over, didn't it? No, yes, it yeah, did. It did. I mean, because like we've got a book, we had a book in dropped in previews in like February. Yeah, and yes. it's still. I mean, we're just waiting. Like, no, who fucking knows when it's coming out? Like, it's been pushed back three times, and I don't fucking know, man. Like, I don't it's know. done. We're just waiting yeah. for them to tell yeah. us when it can come out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the part that sucks. What are they doing? Are they doing like a digital first release and then a physical release or what? Um, Scout, the way Scout was doing it was uh -huh. they did like a web store thing first because once um, fucking stupid diamond shut down, it was like, hey, we'll take orders through our website because they can still get things out that way. So that's how we were kind of promoting it. But now it's going to hit okay. shops eventually. I don't fucking know, man. It'll be out eventually. Who cares? Yeah. They said like sometime this month, but we don't know. No, I think, it's, I think it's August it's, now. It pushed back to August now? Okay. Yeah, it got pushed back to August. Because you got to remember, every release got pushed back. Yeah. So, oh, and it was a month. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so everything got pushed back. So it's been a crazy time for comics, man. And Mario's out here just making books like la-di-da, look at me. I'm just getting <laughs> shit done. And he's even balling because he's just giving shit away too, man. That's he's like a fifty for a book. Yeah. fifty COVID prices, baby. <laughs> Clearing out the basement. I got to eat. What? <laughs> if they put zero, that's fine too. You know? <laughs> just read it. He's like, just read it. It doesn't matter. But I mean, you know, that's awesome though, dude. And you said that thing will be on Gumroad, right? Yes, yes. That's awesome. uh, you know, I'm working with um, Melissa from Don't Hide PR. She's going to be putting out some press releases very soon for that. So that way we can, uh, my goal is to have it completely done and the links live and active. So that way when she sends it out to friends, it'll just be live when it hits websites. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. Thanks. That's nice. And there you go. Mario C is keeping it clean. He's doing a lot of cool work. You can go to the other MarioC.com to check him out. I believe that's your Twitter handle as well. Isn't it Mario? Yeah, that's yeah. my Twitter handle. Yeah, so if yeah, you want to uh, if you want to see funny pictures of Mario dressed up like a '70s gangster, that's the place to do it. Yeah, you know that was actually reference photos for a uh, graphic novel I'm working on with this one guy. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> all right, I because I had to cut my hair. Um, I cut my hair once since last July, 
and that was before I cut my hair. And I was like, all right, dude, you got to have the hair kind of like this. <laughs> I just, you know, did reference photos like that. What a guy. So he's That's writing awesome. comics. He's doing reference, he reference photos. photos. I mean, he, he watches <laughs> wrestling. He listens yeah. to wrestling. I mean, this guy's a, he's a, a renaissance man. I will here. ask yeah. you this, though. You say that uh, Casino is your favorite. Oh, he's got the, the white intercontinental belt. Wow. Oh, my goodness. He went back there. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that the, the one that Rick Root had? That's the one yeah. Rick Root had. Yeah. That's the one that Rick Root had. That's, that's I, the Intercontinental title. I call this the Miz Championship. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was. that's funny that that's your favorite belt because my favorite belt is the much maligned NWA TV title. Like, you know, that Ooh. the red, yeah. that thing. Wow. Is okay. The I U.S. Love, title. I like the U.S. title. The U.S. title is cool, but for me, I, the TV title was always the jam. I was always it's title is just like a cookie cutter of the of the state. I'm sorry, of, of the country. Um, yeah, the, yes. the old U.S. title was really cool looking with the eagle on it and stuff. Yes. Do you, do you well, have that just... one too, Mario? Look at that. <laughs> Got a... oh, there you go. That that's is. the yeah. old one. That's the old NWA one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a bunch of these pins of just different championship titles. <laughs> That's all. My, Do you my have wife the... said, "Sorry." Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, my wife said I can't get the full size ones as I want. So I was like, ah, I guess I'll get this. <laughs> You're crushing uh, my dreams. No, I I don't have the full size uh, TV belt, although that that pin is available. But I do have the tag team championships. Nice. Oh, nice. See, we, we couldn't get those because Bob and I would be like wearing them around the around the Comic Con, like we were actually like we actually did something, like we were actually the tag like tag team holders at some time. Do so it. That's why we couldn't get the Marius <laughs> down. But I but the TV title for me was always one of those things that that's the best way to push a guy. Yeah, they're on TV every week. Oh, that's true. You know, it's like, kind of like the TNT belt for yeah, AEW. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly where they stole it from. Like the, yeah. And it's even red. It's, it's got that vibe to it, but that's kind of what they're going for. But yeah, the, I remember specifically Booker T and Chris Benoit had a best of seven on Nitro. They wrestled wow. a best of seven series. And if you can watch Chris Benoit matches, do it. Go back and watch. They were fantastic. He's an excellent work. I mean, I, I, but I he's, a murderer, like a, he's yes. an awful person. Yes. But he is an excellent wrestler. Like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But anywho, um, so yeah, Casino, Mario. I always hear you talking Casino. How do you like Casino more than Goodfellas? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I think it's a dual narration, and it is kind of the over-the-top, but not as over-the-top as Wolf of Wall Street way that Martin Scorsese put the whole thing together. Okay. I mean, Goodfellas is fun, and it towards that last third of the film, it gets a little crazy. But Casino <laughs> is just outrageous throughout. I mean – yes. It is. Yes. There's, there's like the dual narration at the very beginning of the movie where they're talking about the desert and then Joe Pesci comes in and says a lot of problems that desert, a lot of holes in that desert too. <laughs> then he goes on a rant talking about how if you're going to be out there putting bodies, make sure the hole is pre-dug. Otherwise you'll be out there three, four hours and who knows will come by. Next thing you know, you'll be out there all day digging more holes. Yeah. <laughs> Who complains in a voiceover like that? <laughs> Casino does have some very fun parts. I love the part where, with of course, with the hands and the FBI watching when they're covering their mouths. <laughs> but the best part of Casino for me is um, when Pesci and De Niro are meeting with the banker in oh, yes. his house. And he's like, I'll come <laughs> into the bank and I'll crack your fucking skull open. And then at, when I'm getting out of jail, you should be coming out of your coma. <laughs> like that's still my fa <laughs> And I'll do it again. Cause I'm fucking stupid like that. That's my favorite line of that whole movie. <laughs> the movie's gold. Um, yeah. My favorite one is when De Niro's yelling at his wife for taking his pills. He says, it's a throwaway line. But he's like, the doctor told me to take a half on one of these. A half on one of these. And I just, I just threw that at my wife one day, and she's like, what the hell are you talking about? You're a crazy person, Mario. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that movie's on, and then it'll be on the West Coast channel right as the East Coast version is Yes. Ending. So yes. I would just flip it down and watch it again. <laughs> That's wonderful. So yeah, so give him a follow on Twitter, uh, the real Mario, uh, the other Mario C. Um, go to his website, theothermariocee.com. He's got all of his stuff there. And then this book should be live. It is called what? Tales from the Pandemic, right? Yeah, Tales yeah, from we, the Pandemic. We don't want to call it the other one because we don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, We're not trying to get quarantine. Yeah. Those guys though are great. Those guys are awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
I screenshotted them blocking me and then they're like, we didn't block you. I'm like, oh, it must have been a Twitter glitch with the screenshot of them having me blocked. And they said, we don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> So who's on the other anthology that like, how many enemies have you made here, Mario? All I know is Ed Brubaker's on there. And I'm like, all right, that's my, that's my Jesus. So this is like... This is like your local pope coming down to your priest and saying you're doing a shitty job. <laughs> walking away. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> but if you're gonna get, you're doing a shitty job. It's From Ed Brubaker, it's yeah. still good. Yeah, it's still something you know. that you want to hear as a comic yeah. book writer. You know, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Ed Brubaker told you to <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture yeah. Foghorn Leghorn talking. Get out of here, kid! You bother me. Like that's all. That's the picture <laughs> in my head right now. The Mario. So uh, I would ask if you're doing any shows or anything, but they're never going to be comic cons ever again. So yeah, uh, I was supposed to be doing San Diego, and I mean, I only really do San Diego, and New York. Um, I don't like being around people. Freaking me, I don't like being around people too much. Okay. So um, you know, uh, usually I was walking around with, with, with my wife. Uh, we'll go to some parties, some bars afterwards, talk to people. Uh, apparently, going to bars after cons is a big no-no now. I wouldn't so, say it's a no-no. It's just just don't act like an asshole. Yeah, oh, that's my whole gimmick. Well, I mean, you need a new gimmick, man. That's all you got. MJF in the bar doesn't roll, man. Doesn't act, just act like you've been there before. Don't become the mad groper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But just, yeah, no, we usually do uh, New York. New York's definitely one. Um, we were supposed to be in San Diego because stuff was supposed to be announced, but you know, who knows when that's happening? Now. That's a bummer. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. But I, um, but I dig the fact that despite all of this, you're still making books. And you know, you're still chipper. You've got, a good, you've got a good attitude. Yeah. 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 I mean, I haven't gotten sick yet. My job is quote unquote essential. So, you know, they kept me around. I mean, I don't that's, have much to complain about. That's awesome. I, I got fatter though. That's great. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody awesome. did. Everybody. You know, the doctor's like, I want you to go exercise. I'm like, why? The gym's closed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going outside. Are you crazy? Ugh. I could die. So there you go, Mario. So yeah, man. So keep your one. So when do you, when is this thing coming out exactly? Like, do you have a date or is it just going to be like, follow you on Twitter and then you'll see it? Oh, uh, definitely follow me on Twitter and we'll see. But we're looking at the 22nd, 23rd. There you go. Summer, July. All right. There you go. So July 23rd, July 22nd, somewhere around then. It'll be out. Tails from the pandemic. Mario, it's been a pleasure having you on, dude. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks man. for coming, man. I will, I, I will sit down and watch Ridiculousness for six hours. So, of course, <laughs> I'm going to watch a show like Cannonball. No, Cannonball looks family. like a cool show. I just yeah. hate the, I just hate The Miz. I just don't I don't find him enjoyable. There's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way, and I can't put my finger on it. Well, he was a tough enough competitor, so he had to like he had a hard time getting to where he is. So I give him credit for that. I think yeah. so was Morrison though too. Yeah, Morrison. Yeah, yeah. Morrison, Morrison and won, right? he and Morrison were an OVW together, and like Bruce Pritchard always talks about how awesome both of those guys are. And like I said, I loved him. I loved Johnny Mundo in Lucha Underground. But I just see him in WWE, and I'm like, God, that guy fucking. Is sucks. he back in WWE? Yeah, now? he's back with yeah, the Miz. He's back. Yeah, oh, he's wow. on SmackDown. Yeah, see, I don't watch I don't watch WWE because I feel like AEW is a better product, so I watch more AEW than anything. Else. I watch all of it. I watch Impact too. You watch I Impact? Have... Yeah, I watch Impact. How do you even do that? I don't even know where that is. <laughs> uh, Access AXS. You know, I have I a DVR. I just say record this, and it just puts it on the DVR. I'm like, all right, what am I doing now? Because uh, I, I I have YouTube TV, and it doesn't. We don't have that okay. channel, so I can't watch it. Like it's not yeah. that that network isn't on YouTube TV, so I can't well NXT watch I watch NXT every now and then like I, and it's okay like it was good when I first started watching when you first told me to watch NXT Bobby and then I started watching NXT it was awesome and I liked like Alistair Black and like and then all of a sudden those guys went to the main roster and I'm like why did you take Ricochet and Alistair Black and put them in the main <laughs> roster like they don't go on regular it? WWE uh, I stopped watching it like right before. I had to pick one. It was like my time only permits for AEW or NXT, okay. not both. Yeah. You know, so I was like, all right, I'm going to pick AEW. Like, I like more of their guys. Like, Luchasaurus is rad and some of the other stuff they have going on in AEW. Luchasaurus was in WWE. Was. I never saw him in WWE. Yeah. They just didn't know what to do he with him. He didn't he was do Luchasaurus. Yeah, he was, he was uh, something else. Yeah. He was some guy, essentially. I mean, he's great. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's great. He is good. He's great. He's um, good. 
he's he's very uh, like I to see a big dude flip around like that and get on the ropes and stuff like that's crazy. I always think that's yeah. crazy. So I have a match for you guys to watch if you have time. It's a Ring of Honor match. My favorite match. Um, it's the Bullet Club versus Coast to Coast. Uh, the number two instead of the word T O. Okay. And Flip Gordon and Scorpio Sky. If you guys like Scorpio Sky, you'll oh, like Scorpio this match. Sky, he's so good. He is good. He's really good. I like Scorpio Sky a lot. I've been watching. Um, have you been watching any of the New Japan Cup stuff? Okay. Have you been watching? I the, watched a little J- bit of it. Okay, yeah, because I got um, I got the New Japan app when the pandemic started because there wasn't anything else to do, and there's yeah. just so much shit on there. It's it's wonderful like uh yeah just watching like okada's matches and like the old shinsuke nakamura stuff and yeah but you love shinsuke and i do nakamura, yeah. i do he's like, i he's love your that dude. guy like the hard style guy he's your he's your what's, I, it, I love what's, what's it called a strong style strong style stuff. you love that dude i dig i dig his style and this japanese stuff is great it's they're brutal, brutal aren't they yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. brutal yeah Dude, they're I was really watching, striking each other, right? What was they're the like, name? I was watching one. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was fighting uh, Okada, and he headbutted him. And like oh, is it the Stone Pitbull. Uh, no, no, that's it? Ishii. Ishii's great. Ishii, yeah. I can watch Ishii all day. But this dude, I can't remember his name. He had to retire because after the headbutt, he gave himself like a hematoma, and he had oh. to retire from wrestling. And like during the match, he headbutted um, Okada, and like he started bleeding from his head. And then after the match, they had to take him to the emergency room because they thought he was going to die. I can't remember I know, his name. I can't remember I know exactly his name. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but the thud, like you heard it just walk and it's just like, holy shit. It was frightening. Like it was the scariest thing I've ever seen on television, but it was awesome because he's just standing there with the blood trickling down his forehead and yeah, it was dope as shit, but God, it was frightening. <laughs> he had to retire. He almost died for God's sake. <laughs> Uh, the excitement on your face was amazing. You looked like a little kid. It was great. If I can find it, I'll I'll share the link or whatever. I can't remember the guy's name, but it was it was pretty neat. It's like not like Santana or something. Shoot, I forgot the guy's no, name. Uh, let me you know. Let me. Find I know it. exactly who you're talking about too. He has, uh, he has black hair. But you know, I'm trying to think <laughs> what he looks like. Uh, he always uh, Okada um, hematoma. You just say uh, freak. What's his name? It's on uh, my tongue. Uh, uh, Kata Shibata. Shibata, yes. Yeah, Shibata. Yeah, he suffered um, uh, a hematoma during the match because he headbutted um, o- Okada, and that was it. Like, then he was done. He had to retire. It's a great match, too. The crazy part is he headbutted him, and there was still, like, 10 minutes left of the match. They like they fought for ten more minutes, and this guy's having a goddamn hematoma. <laughs> like he almost died. It was crazy, but it was awesome. That's New Japan. Man. Yeah, New um, Japan is fucking nuts. No, we started going to Ring of Honor because, like I said, I wanted to roll back to see where the people were coming from for NXT, mm-hmm. and then it was just Ring of Honor was always in Philadelphia at least once every three months, yeah. and the tickets are like sixty-five bucks compared to WWE's, you know, hundreds. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, all right, yeah, it's easier to get this. It's easier to get front row for this than try to get front and third row for the other stuff. Yeah. Now, are you still watching Ring of Honor, or did you give it up after everybody after they raped and pillaged? <laughs> WWE took everybody. Yeah, they haven't been on really since the pandemic hit, but I'm still watching Ring of Honor. That's cool. Uh, we went to one of their last shows in Baltimore uh, before everything shut down. That's cool. And I went to the final WWE house show too. Really? <laughs> yeah. My wife that's, brought me tickets to that. That's cool. I went to right before everything happened. It was like in March. I went to Columbus and saw NXT. Oh, it, wow. was, uh, it was really fun, man. Like it was, it's a cool product. I think the main event was Gargano, who I think is okay. And Keith Lee versus um, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. And it was awesome. Like it was cool, man. It was really fun. Yeah, I, thought, I right thought that was the, the, the Broser weights that were in your picture. No, the Broser weights were there too. Um, they were the first match. Um, this was when Dexter Loomis just started. Like they just kind of were rolling him out. And that guy sucks. And I don't get it. Like I, I, I just don't get the Dexter Loomis thing. He's he has got a good a, look. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's got a good body in the tab. But like he he's basically like a weird stalker guy uh kevin like he wears he wears rubber gloves to the ring and like he's got a creepy mustache and like he's kind of going for that dexter vibe from seven years ago which makes no sense whatsoever that 
Like he's yeah. a serial killer? Yeah, yeah, that's your gimmick. I'm a murderer. <laughs> and I'm going to steal looked, your family. He looks like the sub bad guy from every Wolfenstein game. <laughs> he looks like the muscle Nazi that the big brainiac bad guy has. That's, awesome. That's a really great description of him. Yeah, he has the Stranger Things music too for some reason. Yeah, he's not good, but he's getting he's getting pushed to the moon. I just don't get it. Well, it's just like when they pushed uh, what's that dude's name? That he couldn't go over uh, Roman Reigns. I didn't get hmm. that. Like I, I, I was like, he, I mean, he's got a look. Yeah, he doesn't s- have he doesn't have like the talent in ring. Like, yeah, I don't know. And there's no charisma there. It's not like, you know, because when you grew up watching 90s wrestling, a lot of these dudes are super charismatic. Dude. They mean, just yeah. couldn't wrestle. Like, they weren't, yeah. It's, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. the, the Loomis thing, I just don't understand. It's just odd. Yeah. I, I had a random Roman Reigns moment. We were watching this movie uh, on Netflix with David Spade. The wrong, the wrong something. I forgot the lady's name. And Roman Reigns was in that movie unexpectedly. Very, <laughs> just like very interesting moment. Yeah, he was in a bar. Holy shit, is that Roman Reigns? <laughs> now, was he like, is this recent or is this like a, a long time ago Roman Reigns? No, a brand new uh, Netflix movie that just really? came out. Uh, it, it's like the wrong something. I forgot the lady's name, but it has David Spade. And um, I want to say it came out in March, maybe April. Okay. And I was just like, hold on, is this when he was out sick and he couldn't come to work? So he just made movies. <laughs> and was his, was his hair still wet? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I mean, and... In uh, the Hobbs and Shaw movie, he's in there. The Rock, yeah. He's like one of the Rock's little brothers. In the, he's in the doing movie. all his and He's got moves. some lines, and he's got yeah, he's got lines, and he does all his moves. You're right, he does all his moves on on the dudes that are that they're fighting. Yeah, Is so. his hair still wet? Is his hair wet in that one? No, it's in a ponytail. Okay, because he's got constantly wet hair. I think that's how you have to achieve in WWE. You have to have wet hair all the time. All the time. Bret Hart always wet hair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Triple H always wet hair. That's true. Roman yeah. Reigns always wet hair. Adam Cole, who as much as I love him, his hair is always, always wet. wet. Yeah. You have yeah. to have wet hair. It's like, oh no, I forgot the matches on. I'm still in the shower. Let me put my tights on and run out. <laughs> I don't know. Look at AJ Styles, dry hair. What's happening to him? Intercontinental champion. Yeah. He's the Undertaker. But to be fair, I mean, AJ has kind of given that Intercontinental belt some mileage. I, yeah. I'd rather have it on a worker than Braum Strowman, who just sucks, uh, who, who has wet hair. Like oh, hey. he's got wet hair. We're just connecting the dots yeah, now. That's how that's the booking strategy in WWE. Hey, can you wet your hair? All right, you're the man. Go. You're in. You're Look, in. You know, uh, um, what's his name? Uh the the Braymore dude, the Claymore guy. Yeah, oh wow, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Wet hair. <laughs> right? Think about it, man. You know, we had a match a couple weeks ago of uh, AJ Styles with dry hair versus Matt Riddle with dry hair. I'm surprised it wasn't a friction fire. <laughs> all that dryness. Matt Riddle can go, dude. I like Matt Riddle. Yeah, yeah. He got canceled, but yes, he's good to go. I have a picture with, him, with me and him on the network, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to get canceled now because of that. I mean, he's a good wrestler. I mean, yeah. is he over? Is he done? Did they throw him off? No, he's still on there. He, but I mean, he, he, he did a whole monologue talking about why he doesn't wear shoes. And I'm like, I didn't need this. I didn't need to hear <laughs> <laughs> this. That's awesome. Shoes just hurt my feet, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about when he was a kid, I think he broke his foot and decided never wear, again wear shoes. I'm like, what about the snow, man? <laughs> <laughs> but if you live in Florida, you don't have to worry about that. No. Yeah, he's from this part of this fight. He's from Pennsylvania, just north of us, like around the Poconos. But he sounds like he's from Southern California for some reason. It's all the weed. It's probably all the weed. <laughs> well, he was an MMA fighter, but he couldn't stop smoking weed, so he left to do wrestling. Couldn't and stop, so they quit. Yeah. Like, like they fired him, right, or something? Yeah, he got kicked out. And his MMA, I think he was an undefeated MMA fighter. Wow. And, like, he just couldn't stop smoking dope, so he just stopped. He just left He just left MMA for professional wrestling. He's like the real-life Orange Cassidy. He's like, he's like the flip CM Punk. <laughs> like, <laughs> What are you looking for? Do you have like another prop? You're looking for props on us? Yeah, actually. Uh, hold on. I don't know where the freak this thing went. I don't know, man. It's around here. You're talking about wet hair. And uh, you got to get your hair wet, wet Mario, to get that. He's going to push. Gonna, he's going to get a wet hair action figure out. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get the push. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Brother, hey, man, look how wet that hair is, dude. Yeah. He's the best, the, there is. <laughs> the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. 
wife hates this pillow, but <laughs> HBK. I mean, you gotta love. I HBK. never like. I never liked HBK. See, we we had this disagreement before you and I. HBK will hold you down, man. If you're a wrestler, he'll hold you down. See, around know. then I was more of an Owen Hart guy. I didn't yeah. like Bret Hart. I didn't like Shawn Michaels. I was an Owen Hart guy. <laughs> And then he died tragically, which is sad. I think the best thing that ever happened to HBK was coming back after, what, like 2002. Because he was kind of a douche. He came back, and then he seemed like a better guy and still had some really great matches. Um, yeah, he got he, – he, 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 I think he started his family then and like found, found Jesus and all yeah, that. he found Jesus. And then, like, he had all those great matches with The Undertaker and, and Jericho. That Jericho-WrestleMania match is great. That was a lot of blood, right? I think there was uh, was a lot of blood. I don't know. I know it was in Seattle because I just watched it recently, and it was pretty awesome. Who won? Uh, Jericho lost. And then afterwards, he hugged HBK as, like, all cool, and then Jericho attacked him. (laughs) It was really (laughs) awesome. Didn't he punch for real Shawn Michaels' wife by mistake? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. I'll have to Google that one. Yeah, I think he was supposed to do a working punch and threw a real punch <laughs> right in the face. That's oh, awesome. God. <laughs> That's awesome. But at least she didn't have a hematoma. So there you go. Mario, hey, this, uh, this has been amazing. Mario, this was fun, dude. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming yes, thank on, you, man. We, we, appreci- we appreciate it. And um, Star Trek in the same night. It's like it's like amazing for you. It's a lot of stuff. Uh, that was Mario. Um, Kevin, how do you pronounce his last name? Mario Candelaria. Mon Mario Candelaria. He's got his book <laughs> Tales from the Pandemic, which is coming out on the July twenty eighth. Yeah, he said twenty third, Kevin. Twenty third. Kevin. Yeah, for dollar fifty. Well, for free. I mean, you can be you can be a cheap. You should give a dollar fifty. You should give. You should give. You should give. It's worth at least a dollar fifty. I mean, at least not more. I read it. Yeah, I'd 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 give it at least two bucks. (laughs) So, but that was Mario. Good dude. We glad we had him on. He was a lot of fun. And uh, check him out at the what is it? The other Mario. Other Mario C. Dot com on on Twitter too. at, At the other Mario C. There you go. All right, guys. So we will be back next week. Um, we got a couple guests lined up. We're going to talk to Joe Glass soon, who's got a book on Kickstarter called Glitter. Glitter Papers. That looks cool. We're going to have Jamie Jones on, who's going to talk about uh, his jamboree of pink lemonade and the baboon. So we got some guests coming up. So you guys stay tuned, and we'll be around making podcasts. Thank you for listening. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.